We wish you a Merry Christmas. We wish you a Merry Christmas. We. Oh, you're back. Just in time for my caroling. What, you'd rather hear the rest of the steamy story rather than my singing? Well, I don't blame you one bit. I was a little bit flat anyway. All right, let's get to it then. As you know by now, I'm your host, Mark Montgomery, and this is Steamy Stories, written by J.C. Calciano. And I'm back to tell you part two of our steamy story, North Pole Naughtiness. Last we left off, Chris Kringle Jr. and his hunky actor boyfriend, Matthew, had just arrived at Santa's castle to meet his parents. Upon meeting Santa and Mrs. Claus, they were informed that Christmas was in trouble and that their help saving the holiday was essential. Now, what happens next? Well, I'm about to tell you. So throw another log on the fire and settle in with your favorite elf on a shelf. While I tell you what happens next in part two of this month's steamy stories, North Pole Naughtiness. The startling revelation that Christmas might be canceled set a frigid shock through Chris's veins. Being a Kringle meant upholding the joy and magic of the season, and the thought of children worldwide waking up to an empty Christmas morning was agonizing. The heartbreak his father, Santa Claus, would experience was another blow. Chris was determined to set things right. Downing the last of his coffee with newfound resolution, he excused himself from breakfast and sped to his room, gearing up for the task ahead. As he was collecting his tools, Matthew strolled in, an encouraging glint in his eyes. I can see you're gearing up to tackle this head-on. Anything I can do to help? Chris paused, placing his equipment on the table. His gaze met Matthew's, raw and vulnerable. Honestly, I'm overwhelmed. This is way beyond anything I've faced, but I can't just stand idle. There's this place a few miles north, the True North Pole, where I set up a research station as a teenager. That's where my passion for meteorology first ignited. I was obsessed with studying the Aurora Borealis back then, though I couldn't crack its secrets as a kid. Perhaps with the knowledge I've gained over the years, I might find clues in my old journals. The two sat on Chris's childhood bed, lost in a comforting silence. I won't be long. Just a few hours. In the meantime, could you help lift my parents' spirits? Chris added, chuckling softly. The task of cheering up the legendary Santa and Mrs. Claus, the world's most cheerful duo? I think your mission may be more difficult than mine. Matthew's laughter echoed Chris's. Your parents might radiate endless joy, but I'm sure they're also deeply empathetic. The looming cancellation of Christmas is bound to be a weight on their hearts. I think you're right. I should stay here and cheer them up, while you venture out and work your magic. Gratitude shining in his eyes, Chris nodded. Eager to help, Matthew made his way back to the kitchen ready to assist Mrs. Claus, while Chris journeyed to the remote research cabin, hoping 
to save Christmas. As the hours ticked by, Mrs. Claus grew increasingly concerned about Chris. That boy is always so absorbed in his work. He probably forgot to pack himself a meal. He must be starving, she lamented. Matthew nodded, the worry evident in his eyes. I didn't see him take any food either, and he's been out almost the entire day. Mrs. Claus, ever the doting mother, was insistent. Matthew, you should take some food to him. I'm sure seeing you will cheer him up amidst all this stress. She quickly began packing a lunch basket. Here you are, dear. A wholesome meal for both of you. And, she added with a knowing wink, a thermos of candy cane cocoa. It's Chris's favorite. Perhaps a warm meal together will coax him to take a break from his relentless research. As she was speaking, the sound of jingling bells announced the arrival of Rodney. He appeared in a whirlwind, eager to assist, clutching the lunch basket in his tiny hands. Matthew tried to maintain a straight face as he took in the comical sight. The contrast was undeniable. Rodney, in his green ensemble, was barely three feet, while Matthew, with his robust physique, towered over him at a staggering six foot three inches. Mrs. Claus, may I use the snow rover? Rodney chirped, his eyes darting up to Matthew. It's the only transport spacious enough for Mr. Matthew. Mrs. Claus chuckled melodiously. Of course, dear. Just ensure Matthew reaches Chris safely. He's very special to us, you know. With a twinkle in her eye, she added, He's precious cargo, after all. The journey to Chris's workstation took a brisk 15 minutes. Given that it was the North Pole, where the sun rarely appeared even at 3 p.m. in the afternoon, the land was bathed in perpetual twilight. Rodney expertly maneuvered the rover through the snowy, windswept landscape, finally drawing near the secluded lab. Are you certain you don't want me to wait, Mr. Matthew? Rodney inquired politely. I'd happily escort you back to Santa's abode once you've finished. Matthew gently looked at the diminutive fellow, replying, Don't fret about me. I'll be with Chris. And perhaps, if he knows he's my ride home, he might be persuaded to finish his research early. Thanks, though. Grateful for the assurance, Rodney nodded as Matthew exited the rover and entered the lab. Inside, Chris's workstation was an unexpected sight. Instead of the rudimentary hut Matthew had imagined, he found himself in a sprawling meteorological center, teeming with what seemed to be cutting-edge equipment. Chris, hearing the door creak open, turned to see Matthew enter. Quite something, isn't it? The elves constructed it for me during my teen years, and my dad has ensured its maintenance ever since. Chris beamed, clearly proud. Not too shabby, right? Inspecting the lab with an appraising eye, Matthew remarked, It's beyond what I ever could have imagined. Frankly, it's more spacious than our West Hollywood flat. Color me impressed. However, 
he sensed Chris's subtle change in demeanor, hinting that not all was well with his research. Venturing to change the subject, Matthew added, Your mother is simply delightful. She sent over lunch, insisting you needed it. Oh, and she didn't forget the candy cane cocoa. At that, Chris's face lit up like a Christmas tree. Oh, that drink was my childhood favorite, Chris exclaimed, pouring the fragrant, steaming liquid into two mugs. After taking a nostalgic sip, he sighed in contentment. Uh, it tastes even better than I remember. Intrigued, Matthew tried his own, only to concur. It was, without a doubt, a cup of pure, heavenly delight. Matthew was hesitant about broaching the topic of Chris's research, so he chose to remain silent, offering his quiet company. They were both engrossed in their thoughts, unaware of the mysterious glow that had started to emanate from the outside. Lost in his contemplation about cheering up Chris, Matthew finally broke the silence. I hope I'm not interrupting your work. Just thought you could use a breather, he mentioned, a hint of concern in his voice. Chris paused, putting down his sandwich. His face brightened with a smile. You have no idea how glad I am to see you. I've been trying for hours, and the puzzle of why and how the northern lights illuminate still eludes me. Sensing an opening, Matthew wheeled his chair closer, brushing Chris's knee with his own. Want to talk it out? Often, hashing things through can sometimes shed new light on them. Chris chuckled softly, appreciating the concern. Why not? He took a deliberate sip of the cocoa, the steam wafting upwards, before delving into the intricacies. The Aurora Borealis has always been an enigma. The common belief is that it's the interplay of positive ions with Earth's magnetic fields, but its absence in the South Pole, that remains a mystery. And the origin of these ions, still an unsolved riddle. During Chris's exposition, Matthew's eyes shimmered with a playful gleam, making Chris curious. Why the grin? He asked, slightly bemused. Matthew leaned in closer. Because I can't help but marvel at how intelligent, captivating, and irresistibly alluring you are. He whispered, his voice dripping with mischief. The atmosphere in the lab was palpable with tension, the underlying current of their bond evident. Recognizing the charged moment and inappropriate timing, Matthew added with a teasing edge. Perhaps right now isn't the most opportune moment for this, but seeing you so deep in thought, well, it's rather enticing. Chris met his gaze a mixture of amusement and desire evident in his eyes. Distracting a clause in his workshop, quite the audacious move, he remarked with a sly grin. 
the two shared a playful, intimate moment, reminding them that sometimes, amidst all the complexities, it's the simple joys that matter the most. Matthew knew now wasn't the time or the place for what was about to happen next, but he didn't care. He knew Chris needed a break, and he was just too turned on to stop himself. Matthew slowly slid back his chair with a mischievous wink as he unbuckled Chris's jeans. You could get back to your work a little later, but for the next twenty minutes, you're mine. Matthew playfully teased. Chris didn't answer, but his silence gave Matthew all the consent he needed. Chris's belt was quick to be unfastened, followed by Matthew slowly lowering Chris's zipper. You're so bad, Chris laughed. Matthew looked up at him. Something tells me that as bad as I may be, I'm still going to make the nice list this Christmas, especially after this. Matthew reached into Chris's jeans and took his candy cane in his hand. It was rock hard, as with most confections, and Matthew found it just as sweet. Mind if I take a lick, Mr. Claus? He taunted. Chris was quick in his reply as he leaned back and opened his legs. They both chuckled an impish laugh in unison before Matthew occupied himself by treating his boyfriend to an enjoyable and well-deserved break. As Chris's eyes rolled back in his head, Matthew focused solely on his partner's pleasure. Neither of the men noticed that the delights being served in the lab were affecting the atmosphere outside. Matthew was skilled in his talents as a boyfriend, and Chris's tensions were in dire need of discharge. The moment the two men found themselves at the pinnacle of pleasure was when they noticed the brightly colored hues streaming in the sky outside. Chris finally let out a mighty moan at the respite of his frustrations. He smiled as his pulse lowered and leaned over to kiss Matthew, appreciating the selfless gift he had just received. Chris pulled up his pants and buckled his jeans as he grabbed Matthew and squeezed him tight in appreciation. Chris's reaction caught him off guard. While always affectionate, Chris had never peaked with such fervor before. Chris exclaimed, That's it! That's the answer. His excitement shone in his eyes as he stared outside, wonderstruck. You, with your hot, dirty distraction, solved the problem. Now it's as clear as day to me what to do. Now, with you and the elves' assistance, we can set the heavens alight. A puzzled Matthew inquired as his brow furrowed in concern. Wait, are you suggesting I have oral sex with all 100 elves? Chris burst into boisterous laughter that echoed through the lab and made one think of Santa Claus himself. <laughs> no, not that, you naughty-minded stud. It's the joy, the elation, the unbridled positivity. That's the magic behind the Aurora Borealis. That's what's unique to the North Pole. 
It's because the magnetic field is awakened up here by the happiness radiating from Santa's castle. Chris took a second to catch his breath. The excitement was too much for him. Think about it. The lights began fading when I left. The void I created rippled through my parents, dimming the elves' spirits. Their declining joy took a toll on the northern lights. All we need to do now is reignite the merry spirit of Christmas, and the skies will glow once more. Laughing, Matthew replied, (laughs) Thank heavens. I wasn't exactly sure I could take on all those elves. He teased, relief evident in his tone. With a mischievous glint in his eye and an even more playful smirk, Chris leaned in, stealing a quick kiss from Matthew. Let's not waste another second. We need to share the breakthrough with my dad. Hand in hand, the two set out to find Santa, ready to bring back the magic of Christmas. Chris and Matthew, buzzing with the energy of their discovery, zoomed back to Santa's abode in their sleek ski rover as quickly as the vehicle would carry them. As the castle door swung open, Mrs. Claus's voice, filled with jubilation, met their ears. Did you both see that brilliant display? The northern lights flared brighter than I've witnessed in many years. You achieved it! She enveloped her son in a warm embrace, peppering his forehead with ecstatic kisses. With a twinkle in his eye, Chris modestly deflected. In truth, it was Matthew's magic touch that brought the solution to light. Mrs. Claus immediately roped Matthew into her loving embrace, her laughter infectious. Whatever secret trick you two have up your sleeves, promise you'll keep it up. As Chris exchanged an affectionate, slightly mischievous glance with Matthew, his cheeks flushed pink. That's the plan. We intend to keep the magic alive for as long as possible. Matthew, trying to stifle his laughter and maintain some semblance of decorum, let out an endearing giggle. That slight sound let Mrs. Claus in on their playful secret. Santa, his presence always larger than life, joined them just then. Was that remarkable burst of light your doing? He boomed with a twinkle in his eye. Chris took a deep breath and began explaining their newfound understanding of the Aurora Borealis. It was the tangible manifestation of the sheer joy, love, and excitement emanating from Santa's workshop. Then it's settled, Santa declared, his eyes sparkling with anticipation. Tonight we throw a celebration. Yes, Christmas Eve is upon us. But a few hours of song, dance, and joy is precisely what's needed to keep the skies aglow. He nodded firmly. His decision was made. Besides, the elves have been eager to meet the man who's captured Chris's heart. Let's make this evening truly unforgettable. If it means a few fewer gifts delivered this year, so be it. The list of good children seems to be dwindling each year, so I reckon we're well on schedule. And so, with hearts full of excitement and a mission to spread joy 
they prepared for an evening that promised to be nothing short of magical. That evening, the Claus family pulled out all the stops for the grand soiree in honor of Chris and Matthew. With their nimble fingers and inherent festive spirit, the elves transformed the already resplendent ballroom into a fairy tale setting. Delicacies from every corner of the world adorned the tables, and wine flowed like water. Music echoed through the hallways of the grand castle as Chris enthusiastically introduced Matthew to his elfin friends from childhood, sharing tales of their shared adventures. Pure joy radiated from the palace. The North Pole thrummed with an invigorating positivity. In response, the northern lights surged with renewed brilliance. The heavens were streaked with vibrant streaks of green, rosy pink, and a deep, mesmerizing violet. Swept up in the festivities, Matthew and Chris danced tirelessly, each moment crystallizing into memories they'd cherish forever. As the towering bell struck 9 p.m., Santa signaled the band for a brief respite, taking center stage, his commanding voice, requiring no amplification, booming through the hall. Beloved friends, cherished family, and esteemed guests of the North Pole, he began. Today is not just any day. We have revitalized the celestial beacon that will guide my journey tonight and warmly embrace a dear addition to our family, Matthew. His eyes twinkling. Santa continued. It fills my heart with joy to invite you into the Claw's lineage, Matthew. You are now a son to me and kin to everyone here. Moreover, this is a moment of renewal, marking the beginning of mending my bond with Chris. It's my hope, and I believe I echo the sentiments of everyone here, that Chris knows how deeply he is loved and welcomed here always. Barely waiting for Santa's speech to end, Chris called out jubilantly. What about next Sunday dinner? You dispatch the sleigh, we'll bring the wine. The room erupted in cheers, but the excitement was playfully tempered by Santa's gentle reminder of his impending midnight departure for his annual mission. The music resumed, but not before Mrs. Claus took a moment to reiterate their heartfelt invitation to the couple. Chris, deeply moved, expressed his genuine longing to return, especially given the warmth they'd extended to Matthew. Matthew, his eyes shimmering with gratitude, voiced his eagerness to be more involved in their festive life, labeling this as one of the most magical Christmases he'd ever witnessed. Mrs. Claus, her eyes twinkling, teased, you think tonight was something? Just wait for tomorrow's festivities when Santa returns. Things tend to get mental around here. The group chuckled as Matthew spied out the corner of his eye, Chris's exaggerated yawn. He knew exactly what his partner was up to and followed his lead by politely inquiring if they could turn in for the night. With a knowing smile, Mrs. Claus assured them it would be fine. Adding that, 
she understood if they were exhausted from all the commotion. She also emphasized her gratitude to Matthew for his role in rejuvenating the spirit of Christmas and familial bonds. As the two retreated upstairs to Chris's boudoir so they could get lost in their own world of love and intimacy, Mrs. Claus beckoned Rudolph for a whispered message for Santa. If Chris and Matthew are going to be regular guests here at the North Pole, perhaps some sunglasses and sunscreen for the locals might be in order for this year's gifts. Wow. <laughs> Who could ever have imagined that a little holiday hummer could save Christmas? Oh, the power of love. Speaking of holiday giving, don't forget our adult coloring books, Romantic Bliss on Amazon as well as our books, movies, and novels. They're all located at our website, steamypodcast.com. Not only will those who receive those wonderful presents be pleased, but you'll also be supporting this podcast with your purchase. It's a holiday win-win. We thank you for sharing your holiday season with us, and everyone at Steamy Stories wishes you a happy, healthy, and joyous holiday. See you in a month as we flip the calendar once more when we bring you another steamy story. Ho, 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 bro.